0: Did you ever wake up from a dream and go, what the hell did I just dream about? Most of us don't even remember our dreams. This episode's guest does exactly that. When he dreams, we laugh. Please welcome to Confession Radio the host of Oh What a Glorious Morning podcast, Myler. Welcome to the show, Myler.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I was expecting like a, a round of applause from an audience in the background somewhere there. Can oh, you
0: You, just add can't, it in later? you can't, I, can't hear it. it?
1: Hmm? I can. No. I can't, I can't. I mean, oh, I... there it
0: is. Oh, I can <laughs> uh, yeah. uh,
1: Oh, So nice. So welcome
0: to the show. I am uh, a huge fan and I'm so glad that you, you took a moment of your very, very busy day to talk to me about your show. Oh, what a glorious incredibly,
1: morning. Incredibly, incredibly busy day. You have no idea. There's there's I can't keep up with all the Netflix shows I have to watch. It's just too. There's too many, okay. And I just. I've got only so many hours of the day. Let me tell you. Like, oh what? My God.
0: What's your favorite Netflix show currently?
1: C- currently, uh, Maniac.
0: Oh really? Mani- hmm.
1: Maniac's amazing. It's. Have you seen it?
0: No, I have not. No.
1: Do you? You well. You. You said you listen to the podcast. Do you remember the story I had about Maniac and my friends? Yes. Roommate?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> To the listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, the, you have to Google, oh, what a glorious morning. It's on iTunes. It's on anywhere you listen to the podcast.
1: Sorry, I'm <laughs> swearing it on. I don't know if you, you're going to bleep out half the stuff I say or not, no. but feel free. Just, I've we're all mode. adults
0: here, and the kids that are listening, sorry, block your ears. That's all I could say.
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast in the car, take your hands off the wheel and cover your children's ears right now. Well, they, they cannot hear what the, we were about to say.
0: Miler Myler has dreams. And he, he lives to tell about them. So tell us a little bit about your show.
1: Uh, well, okay. So it never – the show <laughs> – okay. It never used to be about dreams, okay? It really didn't. That was not the purpose of this podcast. I have um, something called delayed sleep phase syndrome, which sounds awful, but it's, it's just technical jargon for night owl. Oh, Anyone wow. out there who's listening, if you're a night owl, you have delayed sleep phase syndrome. Congratulations.
0: And how much did um, you pay for that that diagnosis?
1: Uh, that was uh, free. <laughs> I'm up in Canada, so it's all MSI covered. And I went to several sleep clinics and uh, I got diagnosed with that. And basically all that means is that melatonin, which is the hormone that is naturally released into your body to make you feel the sensation of being tired. This is all leading up to my show description, by the way. Just, <laughs> <laughs> normally people get melatonin released naturally in their systems in the evening, making you feel tired, so you go to bed. For night owls, we don't get that released until the wee hours of the morning. So two, three, four in the morning, and it sucks. So I, I, I can take, phys- I can physically take melatonin and, and do it on a schedule. Uh, to try to wake myself up earlier and earlier. Just take it every three days, a half hour earlier, as recommended, and eventually, gradually, coerce my body to wake up early and earlier. But it takes a lot of willpower, and so I, I thought, you know what? I don't really have the willpower to do this myself. I'm going to start a podcast so that I have an audience holding me accountable <laughs> to waking up earlier. Like, they're going to wake – they're going to – like, where's your next podcast, Mylar? how early did you wake up? And I, I literally did it to wake up earlier, to have someone hold me accountable to wake up early. That's the entire reason for this podcast in which it is mildly successful, in which I'm still struggling with. But anyway, as I was doing it and trying to find entertaining ways of keeping the podcast fresh, I mean, like seriously, after five podcasts of like, yep, I'm, I'm awake, <laughs> it works. <Like>, you know. <laughs> I was trying different stuff. I was trying like celebrity morning routines, to which there's a whopping like three, like five, three to five things that all celebrities do. You'll find out. So that that ended pretty quickly. They get up, they make the bed, they meditate, they pray about gratitude. Oh, don't even get me talking about like Oprah prays about gratitude, about gratitude. She doesn't. The melatonin had a side effect that I was not aware of, which is it, it really gives you crazy ass dreams, like really crazy <laughs> dreams. And I and I'm like, oh shit, I can talk about that yes <laughs> and so and so you know so i'd wake up and am like by the way i'm waking up earlier here's my dream and it's just the whole thing became about dreams that i've been encouraging my listeners to send me in their dreams most listeners are are shy most people just want to listen and, and have and enjoy the show they don't want to participate usually it's a small percentage of any audience that is willing to participate but now and then i get a trickle of audience coming in and they're sending me their dreams and and so the, the show is evolving into whatever the hell it is. I don't even know. But I'm glad you like it. So. <laughs> I,
0: I know. I love it. It's so funny because I was telling you before the show, my husband and I sat here and we like binge listened to like everything that you put <laughs> oh, out there. Excuse me. And what, uh, what's... It blows my
1: mind that you can binge binge listen to my show like, ah, oh, that's just such a treat.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I got to check out my competition. I got to make sure that I'm better than this. So, you know. Yeah, well, you are. Uh... <laughs> 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 anyway, it's just so unique to me because I've never heard anybody... I, I, what I'm curious about about though and, and correct me if I'm wrong. So do you mic yourself up before you go to bed and then wake up and you're like, okay, I'm hitting record and this is just whatever comes out, comes out.
1: Mic myself up? Like tape strap a microphone to my chest and then go to bed?
0: Well I mean if that's like, how you interpret it, sure. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I just I have my my <laughs> I have my <laughs> phone on my, my nightstand and um and I'll wake up and now I'm kind of getting used to it. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit, I had that dream. And I know, I know if I have, if I go back to sleep right now, I will forget it. So I have to record it now. So I'm just zonked and half out of it. But I got to grab my phone and I got to record it. So that's why I sound like this. <laughs> in my dreams. Okay, good morning, everybody. Right. So, oh, God, I'm tired. And that's that. So that's like half of my podcast is me sounding like I'm just waking up out of a dumpster.
0: Oh, well, so, you know, yeah. some people, that's that's where they prefer to sleep. But, you know, I just, <laughs> it's I just, best mattresses. <laughs> right, or the prostitutes, one of the two, whatever yeah. you're looking for that day. But, you know, I just don't, I what I love about it, though, is, is how purely authentic it is. And so do you, you wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, and then obviously you go back to sleep, right?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. fortunate enough to be able to do that. Some people can't.
0: <laughs> and then what do you listen to the next morning and go, what the hell did I just dream about?
1: Oh my God! Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> like the other day, I had a dream and I recorded it. I didn't listen to it for a couple of days, but and then I, I'd listen to it today, and I'm I'm literally laughing at my own dream. And I love I love that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> of course, it's, it's it's probably a really bad sign when you find your own stuff funny. I don't know. That's that's probably for a, a counselor to. to not get into that that of which uh,
0: i am not so i just need to put that out there (laughs) so you had a dream the other day and you don't listen to them for quite some time and then you listen to them and just laugh your ass off at yourself pretty much is what you're saying
1: that that was just last time usually i usually listen to them as soon as i wake up
0: (laughs) you know my my favorite story honestly is 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 the the sock you know i i need to know more about this missing sock
1: oh my god Oh my God! Did you see the video? I have a <laughs> I video did. on Facebook.
0: I did. It is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so, let, let for people don't, who don't know, we, we've got to we've got to talk. We got to run them through. To, let, let's let's reflect back for a moment and go back to the day of the missing sock.
1: Sure. So, I'm um, going to the gym as I do. It's one of the things that I try to do uh, as much as I can because it's, it's winter time and it sucks, and it just keeps your 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 mood elevated and all that stuff. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I was, I'm just learning social media marketing. So I'm like, okay, I just finished making a Facebook page and now I'm going to put out some kind of, I'm thinking to myself, I got to promote this show somehow. I got to put right. out some kind of ad. I don't know what I'm going to say, but <laughs> I got to do something. So I'm going to the gym and I, I, after I finish my workout, I come pull it on my clothes and there's a sock missing. And, and to add on top of it, <laughs> it was a Christmas sock. It was a sock from my parents as much as, I don't know if people really hold those things Things really high and high esteem, but like you know, it was a gift. <laughs> sure, a yeah, gift sure. And only there was only one, and I'm like, what? And I'm searching through everything, everything, everywhere. It's gone. It's not anywhere in my locker. It's not in my clothing. It's not in my backpack. It's I'm. It's not on the floor. It's not in any. I st- I, I literally looked through other people's lockers, not while they were there, <laughs> standing there looking at me doing it. They're like I, <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I looked in other people's lockers. It was gone. As as I said in the video. This literally means one of two things. I looked in the hampers, too. I looked in the garbage. I didn't, like, dig through the garbage. I should have. <laughs> but oh this means God. one of two things. Someone found that sock on the floor, and they either buried it in a garbage can, like, removed garbage, put garbage aside, put it at the bottom of the garbage, and then reapplied the garbage on top. Or, for whatever bizarre reason, they thought, you know what? Mm, oh Oh, that sock would go really well with my collection of other random socks that I stole from the gym. Like, just and they took it for themselves. That's and either one is just as disturbing. But like, that's I can't think of anything else. I even asked the managers. I asked the people on on the front desk if anyone brought in a sock, and I was afterwards. I'm like, I really wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> so.
0: When you asked so them about I, it, though, did they did they look at you kind of weird? Like this guy's really looking for a sock.
1: Did they look at me weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they looked at me weird. Oh my god. So I get home. I'm all, I'm pissed. I'm literally pissed. It's a sock. Who cares? It's a sock. But it's more like the nature. It's like, it's not about the sock. It's about like, why would you do that? Ugh, you know. So I get home and I'm, I've got to, I still got to make this promo, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm still, but I'm reeling from the fact that someone stole just, just one of my socks. And so I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make this commercial for my show, my promo for my my podcast about dreams and sleeping. It's going to make it. I'm going to make it entirely about the fact that someone stole my sock, and then tacked on at the end. Oh, by the way, I have a podcast about dreams. And I put it out there, and it got like thousands of views, and people shared it like <laughs> dozens and dozens of times. And I'm like. This is not what my podcast is. About. <laughs> I, I think people like are showing up, listening to the podcast, expecting it to be like me on a war on laundry or something like that, and they're really quite disappointed about like, oh, it's about dreams. Oh shit, I was, I thought I was gonna get really mad about like clothing again. Like, I don't know, I thought this was a fashion show or podcast or something. So, anyway, that's uh, that's that story there.
0: So, have we have have you have you reflected upon this? Is it possible? That maybe yes. the sock fell out before you got to the gym, or you know, no, I was wearing uh, because... it because
1: when I walked to the gym. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, it must be a Canadian thing because I know us in the in the U.S. Here, we we don't take the time to bury something in the trash. I would personally, if I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna throw something away, I'm just gonna throw the shit right on the top and walk away, and not think twice about it. But this is a really vindictive person if they truly dug to put your sock below the trash so you wouldn't see it. Right?
1: Like, come on.
0: <laughs> But I, I just trying to figure out who, who would think like that, though. Like, I would never say if something was missing, like, oh, my God, they dug it in the trash, those bastards. Well, if it was like – here's what I'm thinking. If, this is, if, that's a, if that's what they actually did,
1: then I'm thinking this person – this isn't like a one-time thing for them. No, you pissed I them off. They, I think they – no, I think they do this. All, I think they hang around. I don't think they go to the <laughs> gym to work out. I think they go to the gym to just hang out in the locker room and Wait. OK, like all day. That's that like they wake up first thing in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, stretch, yawn, time to go to the gym and find socks and bury them in garbage cans. Like that's their whole day. That's it. That's why they pay for they don't work out. They don't lift dumbbells, nothing. They just go and they they just hang. It's that one guy you see hanging out like you walk into the gym. He's in the corner of the, in the in the locker room. You go work out. You come back. He's still in the corner. Like, that's a little huh. weird, but OK, it's. It's that dude, that's all he does, that's what I figure
0: Yeah, they, they pay a monthly fee and, and and you were victimized that day You know, they've they seen you walk in and go God, look at those socks I need them, I need those socks Just one, just one dude just, That's true, yeah, yeah Maybe, maybe even better, they have probably have a shrine On their wall Oh my and... god, please <laughs> So the shrine, and when they walk in It's like, this is my daily achievement Look what I did today This is, this is an adrenaline rush for me Look at this i can't get put in jail for a sock so i'm just gonna steal a sock you
1: heard it here folks you can't get put in jail for a sock well if you're you're looking for a criminal career this is the way to go okay
0: socks out of a locker just just so you know but that that i don't know I don't even know oh. where to go after that because it's just you know it's just I don't I it's didn't such know where to a, go either. <laughs> it's such a crazy story and it's so fun. So did you have a sock to put on or did you go home with one sock, one on, one sock on, one sock off?
1: No, I had I had another pair of like the workout socks. So like ah. it's cold, so you wear your wooly, snow like oh. outdoorsy socks to go to the gym, and then you you don't want to wear those when you work out because they're too bulky. Oh Jesus! So, but <laughs> but now we're just talking about socks, and that's just kind of.
0: yeah yeah
1: well there's thin socks and there's wool socks there's (laughs) winter socks and all kinds of socks in canada you want me to go on let's (laughs) yeah
0: i mean you can this is your time so if you want to promote (laughs) socks that's by all means go ahead oh god (laughs) this is what it's evolved to you said you tried to do the promo for your dreams but you're so pissed off about socks and here we are talking about it again
1: Hey man, you brought it up,
0: (laughs) right? Because it's hysterical. It's been like
1: two weeks, and not that still. Who's okay? I'm a little mad.
0: (laughs) Right, but I, you know, I find it so interesting that a person would get so pissed off about a sock. Though I think it's hysterical. I mean, it hasn't happened to me. I've never lost. I mean, my dryer eats them all the time, but I've never had a physical human being take a sock from me. So. But that's, Wait that's till just it happens
1: the, to you, man. You'll right. just, the rage will bubble up. You won't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll be my next episode. <laughs> you sock burglar, I'm going to get you. <laughs> anyway, you, you had mentioned earlier that the socks came from your parents. Let's talk about your parents for a second. I find this very interesting.
1: My mother was a comedian on CBC radio for a little while, and uh, then she became a psychologist. And my father was a comedian on CBC radio, as well as other radio stations, and he was a stand-up comedian in the Maritimes for 35 years.
0: That's, that's and, so amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was, I mean, it was the hell of a childhood, let me tell you, <laughs> because my father would, like, practice his jokes on us, his kids, and, oh like, the, the ones he wasn't sure were any good, so we'd always get the, the crap jokes, <laughs> and usually, like... First thing in the morning, too, when we're just waking up, hey guys, what do you think of this? And it's just like, oh, it was, there were some of them are bad. Like his good stuff was good, but like his bad stuff he practiced on us for whatever reason. He thought a couple of 12 year olds were the best audience to, to, to yeah, decide whether or not just, yeah. So
0: I could um, see that kids Kids are hilarious
1: these days. Oh my God. These days, yeah. Not when I was growing up. <laughs> ah, that's true. Yeah.
0: We were kind of boring back in the day. We, we didn't have social Man, we media. Had
1: nothing. <laughs> We were excited when we got an Atari. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true.
0: <laughs> that must have been a great household to live in, though. So 12 uh, years old, you're getting the, the jokes, and then your mother's analyzing I mean, it. Like, what the hell is he talking about?
1: That's that's my joke. That's what I say. <laughs> my father tells the jokes, and my mother analyzes them. That was That's straight out of my mouth. I never told you that. That's good.
0: <laughs> Swag, do what I do, brother. This is exactly yeah. what I do, what I do.
1: Uh, no, so I think that's that's heavily defined in who I am I'm a I don't I don't podcast uh, for a living this' kind of new for me um, I'm a filmmaker actually which is uh, a Canadian it's very difficult to do in Canada not as difficult to do as in the states but uh, um, yeah filmmaker and, and editor for a living and um, I throw in comedy wherever I can because I just I love comedy it's just it's you. Know... And She's you're so good at
0: it, too. You know, your delivery is just so dry and it's hysterical. And I think that's what is that's why people are so drawn to you. I know for me, when I listen to the show, it's 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 not overly produced. It's not overly like, you know, done it's it's just all. right. It's just <laughs> you literally waking up talking about your dreams and just the, the, the delivery of the, the dreams is just absolutely hysterical. Thank
1: you. Well, sometimes I find my own dreams so beyond ridiculous that I can't believe the words that are coming out of my mouth, right? Like, where are these coming from? From my own brain, and why? Like, what is happening that my brain feels the need to do this? Oh, I know. God. Normally, I wish, I wish more people would bring me, send me their dreams. Actually, yeah. Hey, you audience members who are listening, to this send me your dreams. Uh, send. Just go to. Um, <laughs> you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/what-a-glorious-morning. Uh, the best, and and write it out or. <clears throat> send me into a voicemail or the best way is to go to anchor uh the anchor app anchor.fm app um on whatever phone and you can literally send me a voice message for free uh right through there even anonymously if you want so
0: yeah it's it's pretty cool and i i would i would talk about my dreams but i really don't remember them i mean i'm just taking guess i would... no toning, buddy Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm really afraid because you know. The, the, oh my God! I'm just trying to think of like. Well, now, when I eat chocolate before I go to bed, sometimes I have crazy dreams. But my problem is, is that I'll remember them when I wake up. But as I think about them throughout the day, I just they kind of fade away. So,
1: no, oh, that's the same. Yeah, you got to get practiced at at remembering them as soon as as soon as you wake up. Here's something crazy that I haven't tried, and I don't wanna. But <laughs> I've heard that if you um, get really, really, really like shit faced drunk. And then take, like, a little bit too much melatonin, you will supposedly have hyper-realistic
0: nightmares. Wow.
1: So I just, I, that's just through the grapevine. I can't actually confirm or deny that. So if you want to go ahead and try that, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so I'm going to look for that in the next episode. I just can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, let's just like drinking and taking Ambien and going to bed. No, Again, a,
1: like taking any mixing drugs of any kind is always a good idea, right? I'm not a doctor. Don't do. Ah,
0: not that's, either. That's, so that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, don't do that. Let's let's switch over and talk about other people's problems for a second.
1: Oh God, please. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I sent you two confessions, and you did. Uh, I did, and and did you get a chance to marinate on them and kind of, you know, talk oh, right like, away? Figure I was, out. I was
1: marinating that shit right away.
0: So here it goes. Okay. About a year ago, I found out my husband borrowed $5,000 from our savings account and gave it to a female coworker. When I asked where the money had gone, he lied to me. I recently found out the coworker hasn't repaid the money. She comes up with excuses, but has plenty of money to buy gifts for her grandchildren and new clothes for herself. When I reached out to her about it, she called human resources on my husband. He said no one at work likes her and has a lot of personal problems. Our marriage hasn't been stable, and we need the money back. How do I get her to start paying us? I have reached the end of my rope, and my husband is no help. He gets mad whenever I ask about the money. Some advice, please. Show me the money in Milwaukee.
1: Oh, my God, where do I begin? Oh, this is just a whole kettle of fish. Um, <laughs> God, okay. Milwaukee wife, what'd you, what were you Miserable in Milwaukee? I don't know. Um,
0: Show me the money in Milwaukee.
1: Show me the money in Milwaukee. You are not going to see a red cent of that. I'm sorry, (laughs) it's gone. Okay. For one thing, like I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your husband, but it doesn't sound like a good one. Just I'm I'm gonna like if if you discovered that he took five thousand dollars out, and and he gets weird or angry whenever you talk about that. That in itself, forget the woman, for one thing. That in itself requires counseling all on its own. Okay, that's. <laughs> and
0: not a podcast, like an actual and counselor. Not a
1: podcast? No, you got you got it. Like, you know what? If you get some of that money back, spend it on counseling. Okay, but like, and and approaching the woman. Your, for one thing, like why? Why was he sent? I mean, like, that's that's a personal curiosity. But why was your husband loaning loaning five thousand dollars to a woman at work that nobody likes and has personality problems? Like that's that's the first burning question I want to know. But like again, doesn't really help you in your problem. I get um, approaching. This isn't a legal issue either, right? Like I don't think
0: I don't think mean, this could go to there small
1: was... claims court. It could, you know?
0: but I, I'm sure there has to be some legal supporting documentation to show that there was intent to pay.
1: Exactly, and it doesn't sound like. I mean, who knows, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not, I'm not Judge Judy or anything, but like, I don't think, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't think, I think that money's gone. I think it's gone, and it doesn't really like. Even if you see that, like, if it was a loan for one, like, if it was a loan and she has it, that and she's spending money on stuff. Then you know it doesn't really matter what she's spending the money on. She could have been spending it on like you know, 20 pounds of porn, if you, if you want to. But like, it, it's it's it, it's her money to do what you want with. If it's a loan, she could have literally gone to a ski trip, and it's and that would have been fine. You know, um, it's it's not the the woman you have to deal with. It's your husband, because if if he did this once, he'll do it again. I would say that $5,000 is gone. It's a lost cause. You can keep talking to her if you want sounds like maybe she's lonely like i'll give you one piece of advice for dealing like one last ditch effort in trying to deal with her i don't think it'll work but don't make it about you uh make it about her everything everything about her okay in a, in a good way in a positive way make the whole issue about her don't approach her wow i'm walking by a really loud fan right now so if you do get a chance to talk to this woman again about the money first off apologize for previous encounters if there were unpleasant Say you were stressed out or or whatever, but you'd really, you, and then, and then just make it about her emotions, her trauma, her, you know, what she's going on with and, and just focus it on her. Say like, I understood you needed the money. I don't understand uh, what you need the money for, but that's none of my business. I understand you're having a rough time in life. I'm glad that you have some support, even from my husband. I'd like to talk some more about it and just, and get her to open up because if you're going at her, in the in the offensive i want my money i want my money i want my money the first thing she's going to do is going to bring up her defenses and she's not going to want to talk to you at all she's definitely not going to give you any money but if you come at her openly and get her to open up to you and and even just say like i i understand where you're coming from if i were you i'd do the same thing things like this things that make you seem relatable to her maybe she'll open up and maybe she can She'll lower her defenses, and you might, might have a shot of even get, seeing some of that money back, maybe. It's really hard for people to do, but uh, if you make it 100% about her, you might have a shot. Other than that, I'd say that money's gone, and you really need to focus on your, hu- your relationship with your husband. Because, like I said, if you <laughs> – I don't know where that came from, but if your husband's able to do that and just not talk about it and you're, you just go about your business, that's the main core of the issue – is not get that five thousand dollars back, but make sure another five thousand doesn't leave and another five thousand and another five thousand and another five thousand. And yeah, so that's I'd say that's the core of the issues. You gotta you and your husband have to talk, and if he gets mad, make it about him again. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Honestly, dealing with dealing with angry people is like angry people just wanna be heard. You know? That's true. So, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't he disagree. just left them- yeah, don't don't push their buttons. Let them uh, let them know that their their feelings are acknowledged, not validated, acknowledged. Just acknowledge their feelings. Let them let them feel them. Don't fight them. Let them feel them. And then when they're out like a toddler having a temper tantrum that eventually runs out and they calm down, then you can talk. Fuck, maybe I'm like judge Judy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Judge <laughs> Judy's more of a a law enforcer. I think you're more like a Dear Abby, you know. So, right? That, yes, yes, of course. there you go. So, <laughs> I, I guess you know. Here's the challenge with confession is that we we get these at, at face value. So, you know, some of the things that kind of stuck out for me was a year ago she found out. So she's been chasing this woman around for a year now for her five grand, and that's I, crazy. It, it's it's nuts. And then he lied to her. But uh, yeah, you're right. The the first part of this is definitely the husband. You know what. Who is this female coworker? That's what I need to know. Who is this person that they signify so much in their life? It's not even a family member. It's a coworker. Christ. It's a co-worker. It's, a coworker. it's a coworker. It's not a mom or dad, a co- even a cousin for the love of Christ, or the third cousin. This is a actual coworker. You know, and and you know, my mother had three rules. I don't lend, I don't borrow, and I don't visit. If you want to come over for some coffee, you better bring your own damn sugar. So <laughs> You know, so sounds like
1: a sweetheart. <laughs> oh man,
0: <laughs> she's quite the treat, let me tell you. But she, th- this, so this would be like it would blow my mind. I, I'm only, I'm only imagining my husband coming home and going. So today at work, uh, somebody needed five grand, and uh, <laughs> and so I, I gave I, it I,
1: to them. Don't really? bring it up again. Yeah, like, and,
0: I, and I hope you're yeah. okay with that.
1: <laughs> oh my god like that and that would be the polite like even on the more polite end of the spectrum he didn't even do that he lied he, he didn't tell her she found out he lied about it then got mad about it like it's like oh god like i don't know man it just doesn't i think we should be talking about the relationship more than the money i think the money's gone i think your relationship needs to be gone too Honestly. not you
0: her that's right of course yeah of course it I... sounds lovely that's... <laughs> I'm sure he Make, wouldn't do stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I have reached I've reached into my rope and my husband is no help. I think that that's classic. My husband is no help. Clearly he's hiding something. Maybe it was a very expensive night out. I don't want to scream prostitute, but that's what's coming up in my mind.
1: $5,000 for a <laughs> prostitute? Is that? I've never indulged but is that the going price i, I don't know
0: <laughs> i i don't know like i agree with you though i think going back to the relationship is definitely the first first step in this because it's
1: the number one issue and like it sounds like they have a huge trust issue like massive massive trust issue here you know <laughs> that's like it's i think the marriage is the number one problem if, if five thousand dollars is the biggest problem in your life there are ways to get money but if like her marriage is the number one thing that's concerning me. You
0: well, know? the other part I, of this too that's concerning me though is that she buys plenty of clothes for her grandkids and clothes for herself. Do you know this coworker? So clearly, maybe this coworker isn't such a coworker as much as a friend. Because if you know that she's buying stuff for her grandkids and she's buying stuff for herself.
1: Well, that's interesting. How would she know that, right?
0: So, you know, again, a lot of this stuff is is by interpretation. We only get what we're fed, but maybe this person who's writing in is so pissed off at them that they're not even a friend anymore. Now they've been downgraded to a coworker. <laughs> I can't stand my coworkers.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad that she's coming to us. Yeah, For one thing exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you know. Out of all the confessions, I was able to to this stuck out to me the most.
1: My yeah, like I said, I'd say that money's gone unless she knows the person. In which case, if she knows the person and she's downgraded them from friend to coworker, what to my husband's coworker, <laughs> and. She, you need to work on your interpersonal relationship skills okay that's the number one thing you got to you've got to rebuild friendships and relationships that's like money's the least of your problems right now okay you got to learn to deal with people maybe you've been chasing her for a year and you haven't gotten anything but anger from both people maybe it's time to look at how you react and talk to people it's doing the same thing over and over and over again is clearly not working okay so that's my, yeah, I have no financial advice for you. I have, the only advice I have is, is just read, like, kind of re-examine how your relationships are in your life.
0: <laughs> including the coworkers. So, just, just think, you might want you might want to evaluate yeah. them. Yeah. You might evaluate them too as well. So, you know, the, pe- people are, people are strange. Here we go. So confession <laughs> number two reads, a year ago, after five years of marriage, I divorced my ex-husband, Taylor. We agreed to separate because I believed I had fallen out of love with him. I have remained friendly and communicate often. Since the divorce, I have struggled with feelings of guilt and creeping suspicion that I had made a mistake. I think I am still in love with him. Taylor desperately wants us to get remarried, and lately I have been considering it. However, I have another issue to consider. For the past few months, I have been seeing another man, Jacob. Although he is sweet and affectionate, Jacob is needy, clingy, and struggles with depression and anxiety. He often expresses suicidal thoughts over problems in his life, including the thought of me leaving him. He is in therapy, but it doesn't seem to be helping. I am terrified of breaking up with him to reconcile with my ex-husband because I honestly believe Jacob would kill himself. And I cannot live with that. Any advice would be appreciated. In a hard spot in Alabama.
1: God, yeah, this was a, this was a tough one to read. Um, I've uh, I've been there my, myself. This is where the comedy is going to die down a bit. <laughs> uh oh. I've
0: I've had uh,
1: I've had uh, a friend uh, commit suicide in the past. It's really hard to deal with. I've had um, other people threaten suicide to me on a like yearly basis. It's and I've and I've uh, I've had friends who have express the same problem. Like I'm, I'm in a relationship with someone who, who's suicidal and I can't leave them because I'm afraid of what they'll do. And it's, it's truly, truly awful that this burden is, is placed on her. The husband thing, her and her husband, that sounds like a completely separate thing and like might even work. Who knows? But this is, this is really, really tough. And, and I I have a lot of sympathy for her. I really do. First thing, um, did she leave a name?
0: She did not. She said in a hard spot in Alabama.
1: Okay. I'll call her Alabama. Listen, Alabama. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, the first thing you have to realize is this is not your problem to solve. He, it's, it's, it's for him to solve. He needs support. He needs to, to accept support. If he's in therapy and it's not working, then he needs to find another therapist, or he needs to take therapy seriously, or something of, the, of that nature. Um, But this is not your problem to solve. It just isn't. And it's a really, really, really hard concept to grasp. You're going to have to talk with him about this more than the breakup, that you can't be dealing with his depression. You can't be the one dealing with his his suicidal tendencies. Um, That's that's not on you. It's not your onus to, to deal with that. It isn't. Okay. you can be there for him, but you cannot be the one to fix him. And if it's getting to a point that it's 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 this daunting on you, then you're going to have to step back in that regards. Now, this might actually be um, a, a possible sort of let's say gray area where you could kind of look at both your husband and this in, in this in this light. It might help if you were single for a while, not went, not left him and went straight back to your husband or anything like that. If you were just completely single. And, and this, I mean, we can go back to, we can, (laughs) we can sidestep for a second into the seven year itch, uh, which happens in a lot of marriages, um, where people, you know, after a number of years, you, you get, what's the word I'm looking for here? Bored. Uh, yeah, well, that wasn't the word I was looking for. It's uh, (laughs) but that, that, that works. Sure. Bored. Um, but it's, um, oh, there's a word for it where anyway. Yeah. Let's use bored. You get, you get bored. Um, no, oh, what was it? Oh, my God. It's, 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 uh, it's lost, but bored sounds more harsh than the word I was trying to Sure, use. it does, but
0: it, that's what it is, though.
1: In a sense, yeah, it's not engaging anymore. Um, relationships are work. Relationships are always work. And people who, and, and like, I've experienced this myself. Everyone's experienced this. A brand new relationship is always fun because it's a new person with new energy, new experiences, all these new feelings, And you don't really have to work that much for the fun, right? Um, But relationships, if you are going from dating to a relationship, it it takes work, effort, and it it takes constant effort, like maintenance on a car. You know, you you can't just stop the maintenance. (laughs) After a while, yes, the, 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 you know, things can, they can get boring, but they don't have to. Um, Oftentimes what happens, and this is, again, I'll get back to the suicide in a second, but I just really want to acknowledge that your marriage and the five-year leaving and now, you know, figuring out that you're, you're in love with him coincidentally at the same time that you're with someone who's suicidal, I don't think that's coincidental. Um, so this has to do with self-esteem. I hope I'm not branching off way too, f- way off in the deep end here. <laughs> Are you, no, it's, it's making it- sense. Okay, so there is self-esteem and self-worth, and there's two main places where we get it. It's internally and externally, right? So internally is where we can look in the mirror and we say, I, I accept who I am, the good and the bad, I love myself, uh, and, and for all, you know, just every bit of myself, I, I accept and love myself. And then externally, where we accept this self-esteem and worth from our tribe, from the peers and the people around us. And typically, we need a balance of both. You agree with us so far?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. If we are brought up to never really understand how to love ourselves right, and how to accept ourselves and how to give ourselves self-worth and self-esteem, then we are, we're taught to take it entirely from another person. And, um, and so that's where we'll see a lot of people who will jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship because they don't know how to be by themselves. They don't know how to love themselves. Right. And once the relationship gets stale, once that person's no longer providing them with a constant stream of, oh, my God, you're the most amazing thing in my life because you're brand new to me, you know, (laughs) and the love is then and then they'll jump away. And it's like a novelty. Yes, exactly. Right. Actually, like if you're in a healthy relationship, okay, if you're in a healthy relationship with two people who are both um, know how to love themselves. Yes. The original magic. Will die down, but it becomes replaced with something even better if you let it. It can be replaced with this beautiful comfort, this beautiful familiarity, this beautiful tr- like trust that knows no bounds, and and just this desire to have this person in your life um, more than others. And it's and it, it it can evolve this the novelty if you let it can evolve, but in order to do that you have to really know, you have to love yourself because there will come a time in every relationship where the magic starts to evolve into that, starts to die down so that it can be about, hey, I know you wholeheartedly. You know me wholeheartedly. I know everything about you. You know everything about me. Let's no longer make this relationship entirely about um, our feelings for one another because we know one another 100%, let's now transition it in directing it towards something else. And maybe directing it towards something else is we're going to build a house together or we're going to go traveling together or we're going to raise children together or, or whatever, or whatever that is. And that's, the tra- that's typically what that transition is. And if both people are on board, then it can evolve into something beautiful. But if one of those people doesn't know how to love themselves and that love starts to transition into let's go do something else other than pay attention to one another 100% of the time, they'll start to feel unloved. And they'll start to feel like they're their, their husband or their wife doesn't love them, doesn't care about them, and they'll go off and they'll find someone else. So if this sounds like you, Alabama, at all, I would strongly suggest A, talking to your current boyfriend and saying, you need to get help, and it can't be for me. I will help you get help, but it, I can't be the one to help you, and I'm going to go take some time alone, okay? And it's for me. I'm taking time alone for me, and I'm not taking time away from you this doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with me learning to love myself, learning to accept myself. I have to go be single for a while and you need to go and deal with these problems. And I'll still be there for you if you want to help you with these problems, to help you find help for these problems, but I can't be the one to help solve them for you. So that's what I think you should do. I think you should tell your husband, your ex-husband that you're, you're having those feelings as well, but you need time alone. I think you should tell your current boyfriend that you need time alone and you're not leaving him. You're going to be single for yourself. And, and to know 100% that his suicidal thoughts and tendencies have absolutely nothing to do with you, 100%. And if it helps at all, statistically speaking, most people who talk about suicide on an ongoing basis typically don't do it.
0: Right, it's normally it's a cry quiet for help. ones that
1: do. Yes, yeah. typically. Typically that's the case. It is a cry for help. They are looking for help. So that's a long-winded explanation but uh,
0: <laughs> but it, it makes sense though cuz there's a, I mean you you wouldn't believe the pain, painstaking emails I get sometimes and and I would say a good 85% of the listeners that write in are basically just that they're suicidal or at least talking about being suicidal. So, you know, it's, it's oh, such wow. a strong topic because people need help, man. I mean, 2019 has been a mess. You know, it's just been an absolute oh disaster. 2018 and, you mean. Uh, and, and, or do you and, mean, well, or do you mean like the past two well. weeks? Yeah, the past oh, few weeks. It's just been, <laughs> I mean, it's 2018, but it, it, it hasn't gotten any better, you know, and, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm reading this, and I honestly, the first thing that really uh, rang in my mind, which is great that he's getting help, he's seeing a therapist, but it might be a good idea to write the therapist a letter as well, explaining, you know, that th- these that's are the fantastic. things he's talking about, because uh, this way the therapist would understand that maybe they're headed for a rough patch and, and we need to kind of redirect this and figure out, you know, what is the root cause? Is it being lonely? Like you said earlier, is it, you know, is it something else going on in their lives? Because that codependency is just not healthy for any relationship. No, you but know, that's, t- that's
1: a fantastic idea too. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. It, yes. You,
0: you brought up earlier about balance and stuff too. And and that's just what it is. There's just no balance here. It's all one-sided. And, yes. You know, living in a house divided like that, it's, it's just going to fall. So I, I wholeheartedly with everything agree with everything you had said simply because, you know, it's no joke. And, and you're right. Most of the people that talk about it don't do it. But there's that that little there's number that chance and, you, and right. you
1: never. And like that would. Yeah, of course.
0: And and I, I've discussed it at nauseum because, you know, I've always put out the suicide hotline. I've always said that, you know, there's I myself have have tried, you know, in my younger days. I was a mess. <laughs> but I, here I, I am i
1: remember being quite the mess in my younger days too i think everyone was quite the mess in their younger days yes of course we and it's yeah so and and yeah there, there's there needs to be more help for this sort of thing and it i certainly hope he does. gets the help that he needs i do and too if the yeah if the therapist isn't working then find another therapist you know just just don't stop that's 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 for one thing you know and get some exercise as stupid as that sounds it helps so dramatically cardio just cardio helps just just gives that tiny itty little boost of endorphins that that can help you make just the tiniest of better decisions in your day like maybe i should see a different therapist
0: anyway that's no that's that's true it, it really does i i enjoy working out myself and it just for that uh, actually most of my ideas come from you know being on the treadmill so yeah you know I've, i'll be running and i'll be thinking about and i'm like oh god we should do this and oh confessions this and let's do this for that radio show it is so but i absolutely agree any type of of outdoor exposure period um fresh air nature zen buddhas whatever you are you know it, it's it's definitely a good idea it truly is thank you so much Myler, for coming on the show today. So tell our listeners where they can find you.
1: Uh, th- thank you uh, for having me on your show. Um, it was I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. And if if you'd ever consider having me on your show again, I'd love to come on. You're uh, just a treat to <laughs> to be interviewed by and, and discuss things with. But um,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: Oh, just let me know a day and time. I'm there. Uh,
0: so
1: for if we'll, we'll make this like a weekly find... show,
0: no more dreams. Yeah. We'll, we'll just be talking about people's problems, and then you can dream about their problems. I need oh, to know. God, no. After this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, here we. I, I need to know. Oh. <laughs> go take a melatonin right now, and <laughs> yeah. that way, because all this information is sunk in. So you know, and I need to know. Tomorrow, I
1: dream about any of this stuff tonight. <laughs> 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 okay, oh, that you would be find great. Me, uh, come to my Facebook page, slash oh, what a glorious morning. If you just want to skip straight to the podcast, it is oh, what a glorious morning. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, I would go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts because that's the most popular one, but uh, anywhere you want, anywhere you want. Oh, what a glorious morning, and you can uh. If you want to send me your dreams, which I encourage you to do, go to the Anchor app. Just download Anchor on your phone and find me at Oh What A Glorious Morning. And you can send me a message right there, a little audio message. Or Facebook or Twitter, whatever you want. Really, I'm not hard to find.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. And uh, you can always find us as well on social media at Confession Radio, uh, Facebook Confession Confession Radio Net. And oh, now we're on Instagram too. I don't know why, but we're on Instagram. So I don't know why. I don't <laughs> confession radio. <laughs> now you know Instagram to me is just.
1: A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Instagram loves hearing that.
0: I, I just—it's—it's an—it's an a visual element for me, and I don't know what you could possibly find so interesting about. A podcast on, on, on Instagram, but you know, Hey, we're there. So if you like that, that platform, you can find us there as well. Confession radio net and, uh, also the website, confessionradio.net my guest Myler, thank you so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. And, uh, until next time.
1: Uh, my, my absolute, my absolute pleasure.